Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And I was like, why is it so hard for me to like... Just accept the help. Yeah. Like, right? Like, it's really hard. Yeah. And, and I know you related to that. And it was just like, and, um, why is it such a struggle? Yo, man. <laughs> good people, good people are, 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 are bad to themselves. Wow. Wow. Good people are very bad to themselves. Beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. If you are new here, welcome. Thank you for taking the time and investing in me. My name is Justin Davis. And this show is all about people discovering their higher self through adversity, vulnerability, with a big underline under that word, and self-love. Now, today's episode is going to be the last and final episode from our trip to Cape Town, South Africa. And we are ending it with a bang with one of my boys, Lloyd. I'm over here thinking that uh, I was the tour guide of all tour guides. Anytime someone come to my beloved city of Chicago, I would go above and beyond air, land, and sea to make sure that they had the best experience with Chicago. Well, I met my twin. He just happens to be on the other side of the world in Cape Town. Lloyd treated us as if we were a part of his family. The places he took us, the intention that he had behind each and every day of, of his tours was incredible. So amazing. And he has so much to do with why Cape Town was such an amazing trip for Shay and I. As you'll listen or watch in this episode, he takes us back to his childhood home. He details stories about why he is the way that he is today. And he opens up and shares a lot of personal intimate things about himself that he's still working through. All things that I truly appreciate and really value. And I also really appreciate and value our friendship. After all these years, 10 plus, we're still able to reconnect as if there was no lost time. But before we get into this amazing conversation, this episode is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp. For the regular community, this comes as no surprise as your boy is such an advocate for therapy. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? Now I've said in the past that therapy is a place for me to be understood and to also understand, but it can be whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work. 
or maybe just not dealing well with stress. Whatever it is that you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. Now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So with a special offer for all the Who Can Relay community, you're going to get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com. So all you have to do is go to BetterHelp.com JD10. That's BetterHelp.com JD10 to receive 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. So thanks again, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast, and I hope you all take advantage of this special offer. We're in this crazy backdrop, man. The mother city. The mother city. The mother city. We're in good hands. Okay. Without further ado, Loiso, but Lloyd, as yeah. I, DJ Lloyd, even that, as I call you, welcome to Who Can Relate, man. Man, thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm about to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is it. This is it, this man. This is it, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm honored to have you on, bro. And uh, we're going to be talking about some cool things and, yeah. and what you do as an entrepreneur and what you do to give back to the communities. Yeah. Um, but also just kind of like your story. We were kind of talking yesterday and I was like, well, save it, save it, save it for the show. Yeah. Um, so we'll start off a little bit of background on you. Yeah, um, my name is uh, Loiso Ntebuka. Um, Loiso means uh, to conquer. Okay. Um, I've got a second name as well, funny enough, which, mm. is, uh, which is Luntu, okay. which means community leader. Rightfully um, so. My surname is Mtebuka. Mm. Um, Mtebuka means visionary. So you can understand the amount of weight sure. that my parents put on me for sure. at a very young age. You know, I, I, I needed to be a conqueror. I needed to be a community leader. I needed to be a visionary. You know, um, I'm from. I, I live and reside in Cape Town, South Africa. Um, I was born in Cape Town. Yeah. Um, my family is from the Eastern Cape, rural Eastern Cape, yeah. in South Africa. So um, I think a lot of what our story is about is struggle into making a name for yourself, into leading communities, into um, taking your group of people to the next stage of whatever it is that you're building. You know? yeah. um, I come from a, a family of people that are incredibly proud of their achievements and the things that they've done. And yeah, man, I'm just grateful that I wake up every day um, wanting to do what I do. Um, I, I can never put what I do in one sentence. <laughs> yeah, um, we can but try, but yeah. yeah. But I'm just <laughs> grateful to wake up every day and make a difference. For sure. Yeah. And you're making a big difference, and, and I want to get into that. Um, first and foremost, yeah. uh, what it means to you to give back, what it means to you to shed light on, on, um, on your background. So interestingly enough, this backdrop, right? Yeah. Looking at yeah. the sea point here. Yeah. And there used to be this um, hospital called St. Monica's. Okay. So that's where I was born. Okay. Right? And um, I was born in 1986, okay. right? Um, and my parents at the time were two young people from, like I said, rural Eastern Cape. Yeah. And uh, my dad had um, a bright spark at school, had gotten some opportunities to come and study and work in Cape Town. Um, my grandfather as well used to work on the trains here in Cape Town. Mm. So my dad would come and visit frequently. Yeah. Um, and then when I was born, um, we immediately moved into the township of Gugule to here in Cape Town. Okay. Um, I had two older siblings. Yeah. And uh, one of the earliest things to happen to me, which was incredibly, like, interesting, mm -hmm. 
my dad tells the story all the time is apparently the house that we live in a bus drove into the house and when i heard that story i started being very interested as to like what my upbringing is and where i come from and okay. um i wanted to find out why i was named loiso you know and loiso means like i said it's to conquer but in my case it was apparently that i conquered death yeah survived right? because when 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 my, when i came along or my parents uh, fell pregnant yeah. uh, my parents already had two kids you know my dad was 24 so they were like naturally we need to abort this kid you know like mm. we're going to abort the kid yeah. at the time abortion wasn't um option wasn't an option it wasn't legal in south africa yeah and they found this doctor that would do that you know okay so they went and visited the the doctor the first time doctor wasn't available They went to visit the doctor the second time there were some complications and then the third time apparently like it was just like a crazy day where it was like raining so hard yeah they got into the doctor's um suites and the doctor was like no I can't do this mm. and one of my, one of the things that you learn about Africans is that we are very connected to our ancestors yeah. um we we le- we we congregate through clan names not just surnames So one of my surnames is Mvuleni. Um clan names is Mvuleni. Yeah. And Mvuleni means like um rain. Mm. And whenever rain happens in my family or rain we see it as blessings, you know. So at that moment they took it as a sign. Yo, we're not doing this. Wow. Right? Yeah. So throughout the whole pregnancy, my mom fell down flights of stairs. Um she nearly lost me a couple of times to the point where I was actually prematurely born a month earlier. Okay. And that's why I was named Loiso. Right. Wow. And so for for me I think since then since I've heard that story about myself I've always known that my life has a purpose. Bigger purpose. You know? Yeah. Um I've always known that um I'm getting a second third chance at this thing, you know? Um and so for me I think you you I'll share more stories of my upbringing as we go but like yeah. for me where if you bring it right back to like why I do what I do a lot of the times I can't tell you why because it's just innate it's natural Feeling. it's yeah. what i want to do it makes me feel good it, it it's the right thing to do mm. but also i i think it's it's very much for me right now especially in the country that i come from that i mean you got to see the township yeah it shouldn't be normal <laughs> what's happening there is very normal for south africans that that is a normal way of growing up for us and yeah. it shouldn't be normal yeah. you know so for me that's what drives me every day is that i want to one set an example mm-hmm. to other kids from where i come from that it is possible you can you can change your life around if you have to yeah um you can live a life of purpose yeah um you can get yourself even to a point of privilege sure you know because sometimes sure. i feel that way and so for me those are the things that really motivate me every day to lead by example and 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 change the status quo yeah talk to me about that talk talk to me about like the mindset of someone who's from where you're from making it out yeah but everything in between Look, about that. I I think also like whilst I say that it, it shouldn't be normal, yeah. right? Uh, I always say that with the with the thinking of that there is a little bit of survivor's guilt that I deal with. Sure. You know, there is a little bit of uh, imposter syndrome that I deal with like why me, you know? Yeah. I I I I used to hang around kids who are now in jail. We used to play together. Sure. Guys who are dead used to play together. Um And sometimes it's just like that one day where you decide I'm going to go do something else and something pops off, you know. Yeah. So I do count myself very lucky sometimes as well. Like, you know, um I think the the one thing for me that that um helped me 
um, stay away from all the bad stuff is that I got involved in sports very early in my life. You know, I got I got lucky enough to be um, fall in love with sports. I played uh, I played a, a sport called cricket. Yeah, know how many Americans know that? Uh, not right. many. <laughs> um, and um, that that for instance, I I I played from the age of nine. Yeah, and what it helped me do was that obviously it got me off the street. Um, it taught me about discipline. It taught me about um, being consistent. Um, understanding that if you want to be great at something, you have to do it all over, over and Hard over work. again. Yeah, you know, um, so that in, it instilled that into me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the middle, though, man, growing up in the hood is is like I said, is really not normal. Yeah, you know, I, I'm lucky enough that I early on in my life I got to see the nicer side of life. Sure. You know, through my parents being married. My parents being hardworking people, yeah. working in, co- in the corporate environment very yeah. early, you know. So for me, it was actually more of a shock. I could have actually taken it worse because one moment I'm living nice, the next moment I'm poor, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, the thing I'm lucky for, though, is that my mom never made us feel that way. You know, yeah. She never made it known or made it obvious, you know. I, I showed you my the, the house, yeah. her first house, you know. I, her first house was so crazy, man, because... We, my parents divorced when I was eight years old, you know, and it was a very bad divorce. Yeah. And um, when that happened, um, we moved into uh, a backyard room um, of like a, one like of my mom's house friends, yeah, kind of, yeah, in Kukuletu. And Kukuletu wasn't that great, and it isn't that great either right yeah. now. And um, tell you a funny story. So during that time, we would literally get our electricity from the main house. It was literally being pulled by an extension cord, right? And the dude would turn off the electricity whenever he wanted, you know. Like, wow. if we if he wasn't vibing, wow, you turn it yeah, off. Yeah, we turn it off. Yeah. Then eventually, my mom got a, a, another spot, which we moved into. Um, and this spot was interesting because it was great. So our first house just by ourselves. Now we didn't have to deal with what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. But there were pigeons in the roof, right? Mm-hmm. It is the funniest thing. Yeah. So we had a hole in our ceiling, and you could be sitting watching TV, and the pigeon would just come <laughs> past, you know. <laughs> And then it was like, and it was normal for you. It was normal. Wow! You know, and you'd wake up, go to school at the age of at age of seven, eight already. You're, you're, yeah, you're leaving your house at like five thirty in the morning to be at school at eight a.m. Um, you're getting on a bus. Um, you're meeting a whole lot of other people. There's church services in the bus. Uh, so you told me about that, but tell the people yeah. about the church service and the mobile church service on yeah. the bus. So in South Africa, that we've got a bus service called Golden Arrow, okay. right? It basically, in Cape Town, and I think there's different bus companies in different parts of the country, but in Cape Town, we had Golden Arrow, and Golden Arrow basically transports the workforce because everyone who lives in a hood travels to an urban area or town to either be a domestic or work, you know? So everyone wakes up early, and, and people are looking for hope. You know, so you get in the bus, it's full, man. Like, a, p- a capacity bus, for instance, would be like 150 people, and there's like 200 people in the bus, wow. right? Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's old ladies singing church yeah. hymns. You know, there's a full-on church service going wow. on. T.D. Jakes is up in it. Wow. Right? And wow. they're smacking the windows, yeah. you know? But the one thing that I really enjoyed about it, funny enough, yeah. From an early age, it gave me a sense of spiritu- spirituality. Sure. Um, and I, I realized that there's certain ways that you can pull into hope. And also as a kid, I found it very entertaining. <laughs> of course, know, people watching honest, for sure. You know? yeah, yeah. So I think those, those things, just coming back to the fact that yeah. the middle, you know, <coughs> yeah. 
um, you can get lost in the middle. Growing right. up in the, that environment, you know, there's a lot of people who, like you said, don't make it out. You, yeah. you, you can have the best intentions. You can have the best, the best aspirations of what you want to do. You can, you can have parents with a little bit of money. Yeah. But something can pop off. You can get shot. You can get, you can get killed. You can get raped. You can disappear. Like a lot of things can just happen. Sure. Sure. You know? So, I just say like as much as I think that. A lot of it has to do with my own efforts and, and, and being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. I count myself very lucky. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like for you, you said when you were eight, your parents divorced. You yeah. said it was bad. Yeah. What kind of impact did that have on you um, from that moment on? Still impacts me today, man. I'm, I'm, I'm 35 now, and my, my whole view on relationships, like I was sharing with you and Shay, is yeah. I, I, I really am uh, after relationships of people that love each other even through the hard times mm. you know because i think that what i what i learned from my parents is as tough as it was is that yeah. if you put two people in a room that don't respect each other or trying to respect each other they're not even going to try and respect each other for the kids yeah. you know um so th- that had an effect on me and and and, I, and, I, and I, again i'm lucky because i think from a young age i always knew that i was independent so I then understood that in my independence that other people are not, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I got to see the humans in my parents very early. Mm. So I didn't judge them. Um, and some, a part of me, funny enough, saw it as an adventure, you know? Like okay. It was tough. It was painful. Sure. But like a part of me was just like, okay. Yeah. It's a new environment. See what it's about. It out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And you said with, with your dad, I remember we were talking um, a couple of days ago and how... At first, because we, we related in a lot of different yeah. you know scenarios, and for me, I used to be like, man, my I hated my dad. Yeah, you know, I hated everything of him, what he represented, what he didn't represent, yeah. and it took me years to rid this anger, yeah. you know, and to really accept him for who he is, yeah. um, accept him for who he's not, yeah, and um, and just understand you only get one father. Yeah, and I remember when we were talking about that. You said to this day, your father's now one of your best friends. Yeah, yeah, and how that isn't normal based on how it, it started, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better, w- yeah. better way to put it. But then what you kind of had to go through and tell yourself mentally in order to have the relationship you have with yeah. him now. Yeah, man. So my view on it is that we're all human, yeah. first and foremost. You know, um, The one thing, I think the phrase that freed me as a young person was one understanding that I was independent? Like I told you the story, my mom was, my mom was sharing with her, her friends. So her friends had come over, you mm. know, and um, now her friends are like asking her about her children, and they ask about the oldest one, and she starts talking, ask about my older sister, starts talking, and then I was I don't know what I was doing in the house, but I was like eavesdropping, you know, yeah. but I was doing my own thing still, and my mom is like, ah, I don't worry about that one. That one is independent. <laughs> He's good. And from yeah. then, I think some some superhero thing in me is like, oh, I'm I am. What is that? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always kind of like tried to live true to that, to the yeah. fact that I can fend for myself. I can figure it out for myself. Sure. And then the second thing was a phrase that I learned, which was the same time that you were growing up, your parents were growing up too. And then that made me think back to go, okay, my dad was 30 years old when he had three kids a career, a family, like, in as much as I would love to hate him, I can't judge him, you know? Yeah. And I think from the moment that I, I, I moved my emotions from 
judgment to understanding and as sure. much as I was hurt, sure. it made it easier for me to be able to ask him tough questions. You know, my dad and I have very candid conversations. Funny enough, when I was doing my podcast, my first interview was with my dad. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I was asking him some really <laughs> tough questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yo, like, why did you cheat? Why did wow. you do that? And, and he answered, wow. you know? So my dad is, I, I think the other thing that made it easy for, for me to forgive him is that he, in as much as he messed up, he lived in his truth and he sure. was ready to own his truth. And there's sure. nothing there's nothing you can do but forgive someone who's yeah. willing to own their truth. And take accountability yeah. for sure of their actions. Yeah. Um, so we were talking too yesterday about um, how you said, and even right now you said that still impacts you today. Yeah. And um, when we were talking about relationships yeah. and um, single man as, as, as yeah. you are, we yeah. were talking about how <laughs> right right that's your camera bro <laughs> um and we were just you know sharing how like um why and and how and, and like what relationships and what love means to you and you were asking me like what what does marriage mean to me and, and all these things and i remember one thing that stood out to me during that conversation was you said like for you it sounds like you have a plan yeah. right you have goals in mind we all do and it's almost I'll paraphrase and please correct me if I'm wrong at any point in time, but like hopefully someone fits into that plan. Yeah, like I've learned so much from you and Shay as well, mm. I must say. Um, and the, the one thing that keeps ringing in, in my head that you mentioned, funny enough, is that when it's the right person, it's just going to click. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I, I feel like, you know, my mother passed away when I was 16 years old. Yeah. You know? And my mother passed away the day before I started my, my exams, my prelims. And mind you, like, m the way that my mother passed, right, um, I, was, I, I was really a mama's boy, mm. big time. Mm. You know? And that evening, funny enough, um, she, she, she wasn't feeling too well. And so I was like, okay, cool, now I'll lie in bed with you to make sure you're fine and so forth. And then um, out of the blue, like, she started, like, vomiting. Um, her eyes looked weird. Long story short, my mother died in my, in my arms. Had to take her to hospital, put her in the car. By the time we were in the car, she had already passed. Yeah. Right. The next morning, I put on my uniform and I went to go write my first exam. Mm. Um, and for me, my mm. life is always about keep it moving, you know? Yeah. Because I also knew that at the time that if I had not written those exams and I sat and wallowed, mm -hmm. the goals my mom had for me wouldn't come. Because I would have had to wait another year sure. to my, my finals. And sure. I would have wasted a year that I don't have. So from that moment, I became an adult, you know, and so literally my 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 years, ages seventeen to about twenty seven, all I was doing was working, you know, all I was doing was fending for myself, um, trying to build up my own capital, trying to be independent, you yeah. know. And I feel like the last um, six years of my life up to now. I've been trying to rediscover myself and who I am and the things that I like, the things sure. that I enjoy, the things that I can take, the things I won't take, yeah. you know? And the, the, the beauty of that is during the time that I was trying to figure out being an adult is that I was in relationships and I was in a very long relationship, yeah. you know? And getting out of that, it made me realize that there's a lot about myself that I needed to take care of first mm. before I can, be, I, can I can even begin to share myself with somebody mm. else. So now where I'm at now is where I've, I've discovered all those things. Um, I'm not full of myself, but I really love myself. Sure. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I really enjoy my own company. So for me, it's, it's all about 
if I if I if I connect with someone, I want to. I don't want that person to come and make me happy because I'm happy. Right. You know. Right. I don't want that person to come and give me purpose because I've got my purpose. Mm. I want that person to just come and compliment and yeah. for us to share. You know? Sure. Um, and so, it's that man. It's just and and I'm not even waiting. It's gonna come. Yeah. It's gonna happen when it happens. Sure. Well, yeah. no, it's beautiful though. Like you know, a lot of people have a hard time in solitude. Yeah. A lot of people have a hard time being happy within themselves. Yeah. And for you, it's it's almost like. Uh, my, my boy talks about this. He says, um, you don't want to fall in love. You want to stand in love. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. And that's what you're going to do. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to fall in love. You're not going to fall for love. You yeah. will stand in who you are yeah. and in, in union with, with your partner. Yeah, because yeah, I, <clears throat> I remember when, when I heard more about your, um, your childhood and, and, and your mom and your dad and all that. And you said everything from then on, even before that was independence, but then from then on was like really into Like if, who's, if I'm not going to do it, who's going to do yeah, it kind yeah. of thing. And I remember like really relating to you because I felt the same way yeah. in, in growing up and then in relationships. I used to always think it has to be this way. Yeah. Like I couldn't see someone else's way. It was just here for the longest, like uh, a year into even meeting Shay. It was yeah. like that because I had just trust issues. Yeah. Abandonment issues in large part, but just trust issues. Like I don't know if A, you know what to do or B, if you'll do it the way I need you to do it. I still have a bit of that. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me, let me tell you, bro, <laughs> from me to you, please yeah. receive this well. Yeah. We don't have to carry all this alone. We don't have to. We shouldn't have to. Mm. It's not our responsibility. It's not our way to carry, at yeah. least not all of it. Yeah. Um, because as, as my answer to you about um, what marriage means to me and, and what I get out of it and what's, what's like the best thing for me is yeah. um, sharing life with my wife. Yeah. And... I've been blessed to talk about privilege and we'll, we'll we, we deviate, but we'll, we'll yeah. get back to that too. But um, talk about like privilege and, and how blessed I've been in my life and to yeah. see what I've seen and meet the people I've met, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but I always was like, oh, it's missing something. And yeah. then I realized like, I, I'm not able to share this for the most part with someone. Yeah. And now that I can share it with Shay, that's why it's so important for me to come back to Cape town. I mean, yeah. fourth time here. I remember when I told people like, this is my fourth time. They're like, how many do you need? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? On. Like, yeah, like yeah. two is good. You yeah, know, I was like, no, yeah. four. And, but I needed Shay to see this place, yeah. you know? And so, and, and to share this experience with me. But um, I remember just thinking like, I don't know if I can trust that. Yeah. And, and that trust, I, I will tell you, as I told you that, that, that time at lunch, um, I was leading with fear. You know, I was really like fearful of trusting you as a partner yeah. that you're going to have my back or yeah. you're going to do the things that I want and need maybe even don't even know i need i led with fear yeah and now i lead with love yeah but to get from fear to love has taken me hundreds if not thousands of hours of therapy right yeah. like yeah. years of trial and error yeah what a beautiful segue into reminding you that this episode is proudly sponsored by better help if you've ever felt like you needed to speak to a therapist or you needed to get some things off or work some things through Therapy will be your answer. And as a member of this community, you get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash JD10. That is betterhelp.com slash JD10 for 10% off your first month of therapy. Now, let's get back into the episode. Um, but I will tell you that being on this side now, yeah. being able to delegate, yeah. being able to outsource and yeah. being able to have that blind, unconditional trust yeah. is like, like you're an amazing guy and yeah. a very powerful guy as, as conqueror, yeah. all that, yeah. right? Yeah. Imagine with like your Robin, yeah. 
yeah. right? Or your right-hand woman. Like, yeah. it's there's nothing then you can... And I told Shay that. Actually, like, recently. I was yeah. like, you know, with you, I truly... And not just like a Hallmark card, yeah. but I was like, there's nothing I can't do anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I could take over the world with you. Man, I, I've, I've watched both of you guys, and I wish you were sitting here now. I've yeah. watched both of you guys, like, over the last few days, and, and like, how Shay like... Is, and as much as who can relate is, is you in front of the camera, it's yeah. very much it's very much the both of you. you know? Yeah, and 100%. It's so inspiring. It's so inspiring. Thank you, bro. Yeah. And I think to speak to that as well, like, I think the, the, the biggest gift that I've gotten in my 30s, yeah. Yeah. I used to struggle a lot with what you're talking about, you know. Mm. I really wanted the approval of people. Yeah. I really wanted, like, things to be a certain way, and I used to obsess with that. And, and I think what the biggest gift of, of having spent some time alone gave me was that, I had commissioned this artist who hasn't given me, if he's watching this, I hope I can <laughs> painting. Um, I commissioned an artist for my 34th birthday. Okay. And I said to him, please, can you do something that doesn't have to look like me, but I want this piece of art where this dude is taking off his Superman cape. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because also what a lot of what I used to do where I wanted my approval was I would... I would literally want to be a hero to everybody. Like yeah. you're saying, I'd want to carry the weight for everything. Right, right, right. right? Um, what's the Drake line? Carry the weight for my city like a cargo ship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I need to stop doing that because I, I, I was hurting myself because yeah. my expectations of people were too high. Because sure. like you were saying, I was expecting people to treat me the way I would treat them. Yeah. You know? And I think the biggest gift that I've gotten, and I've gotten it through my friends and, and through um, family, was that... Let people be, yeah. you know, and, and, and for me, that's what's freeing right now. Sure. Like I, I'm on this trajectory, which I'm really proud of, where I really don't take on more than I have to. Yeah. Um, I trust the people that I trust, um, and, and I don't expect anything, even from the people that I trust, sure. because I recognize that even on the day that I expect you to come through for me, you might not be having a good day, sure. you know, and I can't then, because what I used to do is that if, if, if you don't deliver, it's done. Mm. Like, I'm Me not too. trying again. Me too. Know? Yeah. And now, like, I, I know how to be like... I our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
understand that you're having a bad day or you sure. can't come through for me. Or yeah. actually, the reason I'm responding to that is actually my trauma, not yours. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. so <laughs> I, I really appreciate that, man. I, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you sharing that because that's a whole a whole gem, man. I mean, the self awareness that you get as you get older yeah. is, um, I think, for me, the most valuable thing that I've I've obtained. Yeah. Aside from all my travels and all my experiences with people, just like becoming more and more self aware, understanding what what I want, but more importantly, understanding what I don't want. As we talked about writing relationships, and we talked about how the worst ones, right? You're like, I can't make sense of it was terrible why me why this happened yeah. or like even more even worse is like i'll never find someone else or this yeah. i'm doomed or this this whole talk that you give yourself um but as i told you that day it's like that for me now with the maturity level that i have especially emotional maturity knowing more than ever what i don't want what doesn't work for me yeah what i don't want to be yeah right yeah. is like the greatest lesson that you can now take into the right situation the right opportunity in yeah. relationships yeah. um and it's priceless and it's, it's almost like it's hard for me to teach that to a lot of people if, if they don't have the right frame of mind yeah if they're still bitter or so triggered or whatever or they haven't healed it's yeah. gonna go right over their head yeah right they're gonna continue to point the finger uh but for the, the ones that have done the work and are continuing to do the work there's a certain click that happens for them they're like I get it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. I think my, my therapy has come out of like just trusting the universe. Okay. I, I, I think <clears throat> the, 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 the best thing that, so when, when, when I, like I said, I, I, I dated for a long time. Yeah. And also I, I, I thought that, you know, when you, when you're in a relationship for long enough, you think that that's it. Yeah. That's going to be like, that's, that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then when that happened, I remember like, I was I was traveling at the time I was in Germany incidentally when it all happened okay right? and I came back and I and I said to myself and I, I'm very like spiritually connected to my mom although she passed yeah. away like I, I believe like one of the things that I inherited from her was her intuition you know? yeah and we and I have a lot of conversations with her you know mm. and I go is this right for me and it's so crazy every time I've, I've had that conversation the universe just opens up and, and does what it has sure. to do sure and so the one thing that um, I promised myself post that was anything that happens to me has been sent by God. Mm. It's meant for me, whether yeah. it's a good thing or a bad thing. Sure. So even from the women I've met, from the, the friends I've met, whether it's a good situation or a bad situation, everything that has happened from that point, because I put my trust in the universe and I, I put my trust in that I don't have to be in control of everything. Yeah, right. Man, like the most amazing things have happened to me since. Yeah. Once we can really start to understand controlling what's in our control and yeah. how much of that control is in our control, life gets a lot easier. Bro. It gets a lot easier because yeah. you're just like, I'm over here stressing about something that I literally have no say so. Even if I wanted it to be this way, there's nothing I can do to yeah. guarantee that it will turn out to be that way. Yeah. So for you to have that mindset is, um, is great, man. I, th I think it's important. Um, back to a little bit on, on relationships. Yeah. Um, I guess a question for you is, is like knowing what you know now, mm. you said you're 34, 35, you're 35. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Lloyd and I, our birthdays are three days apart. Yeah. So this is like true Aquarian magic yeah, right even here. When, even when we met, you're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And funny enough, we, uh, 2012, yeah. we actually celebrated a birthday together yeah, in, in yeah, Cape Town. Crazy. So, yeah. uh, but anyways, knowing what you know now about yourself, uh, the forgiveness and empathy from what your parents went through, mainly, you know, how, how your dad handled everything. And then just your experience with relationships. 
What advice would you give your younger self? I'd say be on, be more honest with yourself. Mm. You know, um, yeah. I think I, I I told myself a lot of lies growing up. I um, for why for comfort? Not for comfort for for standard. Okay. You know, I set this imaginary standard of what I needed to be. Yeah. And what society expected me to be, what my parents expected me to be. Also, I think maybe the negative effects of being a child of divorce. You want everything that you're in to work. Yeah. You know, so you, afraid you, you of go to the ends of the earth to yeah. make it work. Yeah, that's know? real. Yeah. And so I think that's what I would say to myself. But funny enough, there's a lot about it that I just do again. You know, because I, I I really am grateful for the fact that I can sit and share my experiences. You know, I look at the conversations that I have with my little sisters now. Mm. Um, I, I can give them perspective because I've had to, I've experienced so many things. Sure. And I've experienced, like, think about it. Experiencing love coming from the hood, right? <laughs> my <Yeah>. first relationship. <laughs> yeah. My first relationship <laughs> was with a girl. I was so in love, man. Yeah. I, and I've, been, I've always I, been a hopeless romantic. I me think. too. Yeah. Me too. It's the, it's the, it's writing, the aquarium, bro. Yeah, it's writing, the aquarium. I was writing letters. <laughs> me too. Right? I was writing letters. I was burning mixtapes. What? All R&B stuff. Usher. 87. Babyface. No, but way back, like Babyface. Before what? Usher, bro. Okay. Luther. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> my first experience with that was, so me and this girl were like 15 and we're dating and, and then we're walking down the street, Right. And as we're walking down the street, these two dudes come up and they pull up a gun. Mm. And they wanted to take this girl and do Lord knows what, yeah. right? And I'm like, guys, please don't do this. And like, I'm a, like I've always been in, I've always how, seen myself. How old were you at this time? 15 years old, yeah. Wow. So I'm like, guys, please don't do this, right? Yeah. Um, this is my first love. Like, yeah. I haven't gotten a kiss yet. Like, hold <laughs> on, right? Hold yeah. on. And these guys then let her go, right? They let her go, and then they hold me up. Yeah. They take my phone. I just got in some brand new sneakers yeah. at the time, you know. And, I, and at the time, dude, you had to wait a year. To get a <laughs> right, sneakers, yeah. Right? And these are some brand new sneakers. They took my sneakers. And yeah. Cool, you can go. On Monday, the girl broke up with me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she broke up with me. <laughs> You're like, like, I why? literally just, yeah, I just saved gave my life. life. Yeah, you wow. Know? First light bulb. I was like... <laughs> doesn't matter what you do, you know, sure, sure. You, you, it, it, you, you can't change what happens. So yeah. for me, my orientation in relationships had always been about that. Yeah. And then I think, I, I, like I said, what I would tell myself if I, if I went back is that, yo, stop being so hard on yourself. Yeah. You know, like the, the bar that you're setting is too high and no one's even, even trying to jump over that sure, bar. Sure, sure. And, and, and be more honest with yourself because I knew from a very young age that there's a lot about relationships that weren't possible in my environment, but I yeah. kept trying to push for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You said something too earlier about how at a certain point in time in your relationships as you got older, you knew that you needed to work on yourself. Yeah. You needed to change some things. Yeah. What was that light bulb that made you be like, you know what? Maybe I, it's me. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one thing I realized was a lot of the relationships I was getting out of the girls were resentful of me, mm. you know? Yeah. Whilst I knew I'm a good, I know that I'm a good person. Right, right. Why are you resentful of yeah. me, you know? Yeah. And I started having to ask myself that question was that, okay, a lot of it was tied to honesty because I, like a young guy, I have cheated. Sure. You know? And so people are going to be mad at you. Yeah. Um, 
and, and, and I realized because I set the bar so high on who I was or what I projected to be, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 you know they say that um, it's a very far fall from, a, from the moral high ground, yeah. you know? And so people were just so devastated, you know? How could he? Yeah, you yeah. Know? So again, I think it just comes back to the fact that just be yourself. And, yeah. and for me, just be more honest with yourself and with others. Do you think in your relationships, you've given all of you in the relationship? Or have you had some reserve? I have an obsessive personality. Me too. Right? Me too. So I know that if I put my all, that is all I'm going to oh, put yeah. it in. Oh, yeah. You know? So for me, it hasn't really about being, like, rationing myself and not giving too much of myself. Yeah. It's understanding that I need me first. Mm. And that's the thing I needed to be very happy with and be very comfortable sure. with. You know? Sure. And so I, I, I do know that... When I get into a relationship and give of myself again, I will. I, I won't feel like I'm going halfway. I'll feel okay. like I'm giving it enough that it deserves because yeah. the reserve is for me. I'm not keeping the reserve because I should be giving it to you. Okay. The reserve okay. is for me. Like, right, right, you know, right, right. I'm giving you all I got. Yeah. But I got to preserve myself too. Sure. You know? yeah. And so I think what a, any good relationship has taught me, you know, is that it's okay to be you. It's okay to yeah. be selfish. It's okay to you know to write to 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 hold yourself back for yourself yeah. not because you're trying to spite the other person or rid them of this other level that they could not you know sure um man i i just want to have fun when it comes to relationships and, and i'm not only talking about relationships i'm also talking about friendships i'm the type yeah. of friend man i'm gonna ride or die with you if we're sure. doing something i'm like for instance when you guys were here i was like okay we're, we're shooting a podcast like I'm, yeah. I'm part of the crew now yeah you know? <laughs> yeah that's yeah. how i am you sure know? sure I, I'm, I, and and I, and and because i have reserves for myself mm. what it taught me is that the moment that you give even your reserve yeah you walk out of that situation if you don't get what you want you end up being more resentful you don't enjoy the moment right you know? right so for me, when I want to give now, I want to I wanna go to bed and go like, you know what, me, JD, and Shay had a really good day. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I lacked anything. For sure. Me. It was serving to you. Yeah, I, it yeah. served me too. When I used to, early on in the stage of dating, mm. I would just go 110% all in, mm. and then I would start to fade. Yeah. Once I knew this wasn't going to be it, yeah. right? And I realized like I had to find this balance yeah. to like make it more smooth as opposed to these like spikes. Yeah. You, do you ever have a situation like that where you yeah, were like... Yeah, I, I get it all the time. Yeah. You see, the thing is, I'm, I, at the end of the day, I think maybe the one thing that um, that I need to work on is the fact that in a relationship, I'm an, entre- I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And an entrepreneur, when there's a new business and a new project, we yeah. put all our energy in the project sure. to get it off the ground. And this thing needs to then get to a point where it works for itself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so for me, I found that Maybe it's a mistake of mine, but taking that into relationships, mm. I the reason why I put in 110% at the beginning is because I want to create a flow. Yeah. And if you're not catching my flow, then I'm out. But if you're catching my flow, then it will flow after that. You understand mm. that uh, in, in three months of my year requires for me to be fully focused on work. Yeah. The other three months of my year re- fully requires for me to be executing my work. So in the middle, I have six months where I'm figuring things out mm. and I, am, I have more time and I want to have fun. I want to enjoy myself, you sure. know. I think f- 
for me now listening to me and maybe I'll listen to myself back in five years and be like, yo, mm. you were just about the work, you know. And I'm very unapologetic about that right now in my sure. life. Is that like I said, I I didn't get to live my twenties. I feel like I'm living my twenties now because I had to be an adult when I was yeah. younger. And now I've got a little bit more access, better friends, yeah. and just freedom. Sure. You know? And and funny enough, when you were saying what you're saying about relationships, and I think that's probably one of the things, like you said, your mom would give you gifts, and her gifts were like in terms of presents and yeah. so forth, and yeah. showing you love. I think my mom, the the gift that she gave me was freedom. Mm. You know. Yeah. And I think probably that's why I look for it in every woman that I date, like subconsciously or consciously, subconsciously, consciously. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Every friendship I have, like I, I'm, I'm the type of person, man. Like, <coughs> you could text me now, you know, I'll respond when I can because I expect you to do the same. I'm not gonna be yeah. like, yo, dude, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I really value freedom. Sure. I believe in freedom because I, I believe that the moment that you give people the freedom to be themselves, to be, to do whatever they want to do, yeah. you'll know who they are, number one, yeah. and you'll get the best out of them. Mm. You know? um, and and th- for me, that's what I've always taken into relationships. Yeah. How can I give you the most freedom sure. that you can get? I'm not saying freedom to do whatever that, what you right, want. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, be you. Sure. Yeah. How, how do you think a relationship, first of all, do you want a relationship today? I guess that's the first question. Today. Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay, yes, I great. Do. I'm glad you say yes, because now my follow-up question is, how do you see a relationship fitting in to your life today? And, and more so, like, yeah. with the hustler, entrepreneur mindset that you have, I have the same. Yeah. And there's, there's an, a constant struggle between Shay and I of, like, finding our time. Because we're both, like, workaholics. We're yeah. both passionate about what we do. And... But we then need to connect. We yeah. need to set aside time to connect and to disconnect from this. Ironically enough, we're here on like a two-year anniversary and yeah. I'm podcasting. Congrats. But, but thank you. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. But she understands, right? Like like when in Rome, in this case, yeah. when, when in Cape Town. Um, that was the theme of this trip yeah. was to disconnect, to connect yeah. between her and I. And I really need you to understand that like as much as we talked about the control piece earlier, yeah. You're going to have to be extremely flexible yeah. when it comes to relationships because yeah. you have your flow now that works for you yeah. as it should. Yeah. But when you enter into relationship, yeah. now you're 50 and she's 50, yeah. right? So she has her own flow. Yeah. She has what works for her, what, what's got her, you know, her in, in, into the place she's at now in her yeah. career, yeah. experience in her life, et cetera. Yeah. So to, I always tell people like, um, and, and my boy Rome taught me this, you know, he said, like, and, and therapists would tell you this, love is not enough. Yeah, never. It's hard to hear, especially for the hopeless romantics, yeah. but it's not. Truly, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's growing together, yeah. which is going to always be the glue. And yeah. once that stops, yeah. it, you'll then start to come apart. Yeah. The glue will no longer hold together. So, <clears throat> full circle, how will the relationship fit into your life today? And are you ready? Yeah. For, for, <laughs> right? Because here's the thing. It's like there's compromise or sacrifice. Yeah. But it's more, for me, it's more about, like, understanding that I used to always think I had to do everything by myself. Yeah. And that could be true. Yeah. But now that I can have someone to do it with, yeah. do it also for, yeah. is so much more rewarding than just that self-sense. Yeah. Look, so, yes, I'd love to be in a relationship, but I recognize that I can't be in one right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, I don't want it to fit in. 
I don't want it to fit in you because create your own. nothing in my life fits in. Yeah. You know, like I don't feel like I need to fit in gym because I do it. Sure. I don't feel like I need to fit in the things that I do because I do it. Yeah. I, I if I want to do something, I do it. You know, I don't. There's the and when it comes to relationships, yes, because it, it has to do with somebody else. Yeah. And there's that coordination that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I've found that one, I I'm very honest in the fact that I've never been in a f- a properly functioning relationship ever, right? So, so I don't know what I was gonna say. Great relationship. I was gonna is. ask that. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know what that is, but I do know how I want to feel and how I want to make someone else feel constantly. Yeah. Is that from the moment that we decide that we're doing this, there's a consideration that comes into play. You sure. know? Yeah. Um, there's there's um. There's the, there's the time that you set aside to to water the the, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the plant for sure as you, for would, sure. as you would say you know, but like I've, I I think I've I've been lucky enough to realize that all of the things that have worked out in my life and that I've worked thus far, mm-hmm. they've just flowed. Yeah, you know they flowed and um, when when the times get hard because I'm also a person when when I'm in something you know mm-hmm. or I've committed myself to something, mm-hmm. I I never make the problem about the person or make the issue about the person. Yeah. I, I, it's why I'm convinced, one, that I will marry my best friend. You know, it has to be. Mm. Like, if I do get married. That's one of my biggest advices yeah. for people. <laughs> yeah. It has to be my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think that layer of friendship gives so much understanding, so much room for you to be who you need to be. You know? yeah, for sure. I had this theory where I was, uh, and this was me, like, you know, fighting it, right? At okay. The, when I, I had met a girl about last year and, and we started seeing each other and I kept saying to her like, yo, you know, um, I really want to just, I don't want, you know, people have this whole 80-20 rule. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, the 80 is me. Mm. You need to understand that. You know? I am me. The 80 should be you. And the 20% that's left, because I've realized like a lot of the relationships that have failed is that because the moment that someone evolves, that 80 that you wanted from that person doesn't look the same anymore. Mm. Because today you might want to be a model. Tomorrow yeah. you might want to have your own network of podcasts. Sure. So what happens to the model that I dated who just had all the time in the world, who was sure. just doing cast, castings here and there, yeah. and then we had time. Yeah. Now that changes. It's just why I've found that people then struggle to evolve because they're asking for too much of each other. Yeah. You know? Even in partnerships. Sure. Um, my longest partnership is a business partnership with my best friend and brother. Mm. You know? And... A lot of people will tell you how hard it is to have a business partnership. We've yeah. been we've we've been business partners for as long as we've been friends. Wow. You know? Yeah. And we see each other every day. We have to talk to each other. We have to have tough conversations every day. But everything we do comes from a place of love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for me that's probably the one thing that I'd like to mirror in a relationship one day is that I need to know that my my, my Robin or I'm their Robin, mm. um, she's always coming from a place of love. You know, and I realized when people demand too much of each other, then that's where it stops because it's yeah. like, yo, man, like, yeah. Like, I appreciate you sharing all that, man. Yeah. It's gonna really help because um, you made sense of a lot of things. Yeah, and I think uh, what happens is is people get into relationships for the wrong reasons, and the more you know, as a back to intentions, the more intentional you are, yeah. understanding um, what you need versus what you want. Yeah big difference a lot yeah. of people figure that out when it's too late yeah unfortunately and also is, is i was thinking too um back to you're asking too much of someone yeah <clears throat> um i've been i've been saying recently and, and i got it from a lyric in a song um, alina baraz sings it and she says 
uh, it's not that you're asking the wrong things. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. Own what you're asking. Yeah. If that's how you feel, you feel you deserve that. You feel you want that. You need that. Ask. You may just be asking the wrong person, but understand when it is the wrong person. Yeah. Don't just keep trying to drill it home, expecting them to, or maybe they were this 80% version of themselves back when, and they didn't evolve or grow into the way you did. Yeah. And you're still asking that old 80% something of the new it's not going to happen. you know. The way a lot of it, I think, has to do with listening. I think as humans, we don't actually listen. No, we <laughs> don't. Because yeah, you're right. if I had listened a lot earlier to a lot of the things that I was seeing as signs, for instance, maybe in past relationships, yeah, I wouldn't have forced something to continue happening. Yeah. You know, you'd listen and go, this person actually doesn't understand my problems. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, this person doesn't yeah. actually relate to where I'm at right now. And sure. there's nothing wrong with them but they just can't be on my journey, yeah. you know? And right. and for me, because, like, again, I had this superhero complex. I just wanted to take everybody with me, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. this is where we're going. There's Mecca. Yeah. yeah. So I had to lose a lot of that and, and learn, like, a lo- I, I, I also learned that through doing that, mm-hmm. I was looking for love from other people, and maybe it meant I didn't love myself as much. 100%. You know? So I had to take back, go, hey, hold on, I need to work on me, you know? Yeah. That's what literally the last four years has been about. Wow. Yeah. It's incredible, bro. It's so important. Yeah. It's so important to understand just that simple. Th- it's not simple. Yeah. But for you to understand that. Yeah. And be able to be in truth with that is it's powerful. And I sleep, I sleep, I sleep nice. Every <laughs> <day>. <laughs> I feel you. Um, so we, I want to uh, just end everything with, with, you know, back to you in that, in that, you know, guilt at, at times that you have and, um, First and foremost, you've earned everything that you have. Yeah. I, know, I know you know that, but just from me to you, you've earned it. Yeah. Um, but from a Cape Tonian and, and one of the strong representatives yeah. of this mother, mother city, yeah. what do you think we need more of as far as giving back? What do you think we need more of in Cape Town? What do you think we need more of from society, humanity, anything? Empathy. Mm. That's it. For me, man, if... If, if, if as human beings we could be more empathetic, yeah. be able to put ourselves in other people's shoes, we, we would immediately um, identify with when someone else is struggling. Yeah. Be able to identify when someone else needs a helping hand, when someone needs a, hey, yo, you need to get back on track. Yeah. Um, when someone needs a little bit of, an on, a little bit of honesty, you know. Yeah. For me, that's the root of it all, you know. Like yeah. If the world was more empathetic, there'd be less wars, there'd be less, there'd be less of everything that's bad. Sure. You know? yeah. um, I look at how a vast amount of Capetonians or South Africans live. Mm. You know, If the leaders of this country, if, if the so-called white people who own most of the land were more empathetic, yeah. we'd solve our own problems. We don't need government to solve problems in any world, in any country, in any society, in any relationship, you know. If, if you're more empathetic and you just take some time before you get angry and put your ego in front of everything and you ask yourself, yo, like, how can I put a smile on Jay's face? Yeah, yeah. Life could be so much easier. I agree. And that's free. That's free, man. You don't have to... And everybody can give it. Everybody can <laughs> give it, bro. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful, man. I can't even answer... <laughs> I can't even come up with a better answer than that. Um, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um I, I think if anything, I would add compassion to the yeah. empathy, yeah, um, and kindness, yeah, as well, yeah, 
Um, it's funny enough, and, and this this will roll beautifully into the moment of the show where I acknowledge my guests. This yeah, is yeah. perfect. We literally just had this conversation driving back to our place here from the studio. Yeah. And uh, I said, it's like weird. For, and I've been thinking about this like yeah. the last week. I'm like, why is it so hard for me to accept Lloyd's kindness and generosity, right? And I, and I figured it out last night. I was like, he is me. Yeah. Like, I, I'm the same way. Like, I would give you this off my back if yeah. you needed to, you know? Like, if when you come to L.A. Yeah. or when you come to Chicago, any, anywhere yeah. in the States, um, I would fly to meet you. I mean, yeah. L.A. is home now, but yeah. I will fly home in Chicago to make sure you see my city the way it needs to be seen. Yeah. Um, and I was like, why is it so hard for me to, like, just accept the help? Yeah. Like, right? Like, it's really hard. Yeah. And, and I know you related to that. And it was just like... And why is it such a struggle? Yo, man, good people, good people are, 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 are bad to themselves. Wow. Wow. Good people are very bad to themselves. You're right. Know? We, we don't, we don't, we love ourselves, but we, I, I think there's this, I don't know what it is because when you're filled with love in your heart, right, and you, and you know that you can give it and you give it freely, yeah. Um, your ego mm. feels that you, when you get it, you should get it exactly the same, which is the childishness in us yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But it's like we're so deserving of everything that's good, mm. and there's this part of us because we give love so freely that makes us think we're not. Yeah. You know, which 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 makes us think that when we are giving this love, we're being imposters. You know. Yeah. Man, we we the, the one thing, man, like, and I always say it, and and I and I and I and I could never own it younger. I could never say with conviction and say I am an incredible person and I know that. You yeah. Know? And every single person that I've come across who I've been incredible to mm. is incredible too. You yeah. know, like yeah. I, I I I don't think twice to to be there for someone yeah. who's flown all over across the country. I mean across the world. Yeah, yeah. You could yeah. have chosen a, 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 an agent to take you around sure, and you sure. hit me up and you're like, Lloyd, dude, I'm trying to decide. I'm good. Cape Town. <laughs> I'm in Cape Town. I got yeah. everything sorted for you here, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the way that you've also just like shown interest in my life from a distance, you know. Yeah. It's it's a, a lot of people like, yes, we've kept our connection for ten years, but like you said, like we've literally been able to hang out physically mm -hmm. twice before this. Yeah. You know? right, right. And from there, like for me, I I I I've been lucky enough to be able to spot kindred spirits and people that. Who I who are my tribe from from afar? I don't have to talk to you every day, yeah. but like beauty of Instagram, I can keep up yeah. what's going on, yeah. and I can feel like I'm there as well. Mm -hmm. But I I believe that God puts people who are like minded of the same soul of the same spirit together. Yeah, you know? for sure. And that's why for me I give. That's why for me I know that I, I, every incredible person is a mirror of me. Yeah. 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 Well, again, you are a mirror of me, bro. And yeah. and like I said, I, I, I've I said in voice notes on WhatsApp to you <laughs> in the last yeah, couple man, of weeks. I've, I've yeah. said it in person, <laughs> but like you, saying it again um, with all my heart, man, you you made this trip so special. I was telling you that when we were doing the art walk or the, yeah. the first Thursdays here. And I was like, because at that point we were here for four days, I think. Yeah. And I was like, man, something's missing in Cape Town. Like, it's yeah. not what I remember. And I was yeah. like, COVID has a lot to do with that, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know, like, the season's, like, right now it's spring for you guys. Summertime, it'll be crazy. It'll be way more of an energy and a buzz. But um, I was reminded of it it's, has a lot to do with the people. Yeah. And when, when you and I, 
like that we had a whole day that day and i was like okay it's, it's coming back now like cape yeah. town for me is coming yeah. back and and it has so much to do with your energy who you are as a person your heart um and how giving and willing able and willing and able to give it yeah. which is such a rare thing yeah. um man shay and i both truly 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 appreciate you and in these last couple of days man and, and just well, the last couple almost a month now yeah. i mean we've been we've been in talks but yeah. physically uh for you to give your time your energy your knowledge um, and just to show us love, man, like you, you've welcomed us with open arms and it's been incredible, incredible. So I really appreciate it, man. Thank you for accepting it. Man. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yes, Thank you yes, of course. Love you, man. Thank you so much, please, for Bro, everything. Thank you. It's been you. an honor, for, for lack of a better word. Thanks. Um, Only the beginning, bro. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.